came up with the title of this song. I got it. They, uh, they had an emotional support dog, right? And no matter, depending on how stressful things were, they would sometimes go through multiple emotional support animals. So, like, if they had a real stressful night, oh, man, looks like it's going to be a three-dog night. Okay, mine was a little more uh, crass than that. All right, let's hear it. Well, it's just some nights, you know, um, uh, you know, the guy. Oh, by the way. Okay, let me give you my theory first. All right. So, Danny Hutton, uh, one of the founding members, he was a sex fiend. And when he got back, he wanted ladies just there, face down, ass up, in the doggy style position. And depending on how horny he was, his most horny, he would say, hey... Get them ready. Tonight's a three-dog night. What are you going to say? So, okay, so there's a... And I'm sorry to take us down this turn. You're not. Okay. Chuck Negron. That's his name. I didn't make it up. Of three-day night... Of three-dog night. Yeah. Had so much sex that his penis exploded. Shut up. That is a true story. Your penis can't explode. It's absolutely true. Get out of here with that cockamamie story. No. Hold on. That's an urban legend. No, it's not. Your penis can't explode. The injury was caused by drug use and excessive sex. It became so engorged it exploded. All right, I got it. Here's how they got their name, right? Uh... You know, sometimes after a night of getting all boozed up, you want some food. You got to get some crystals in your stomach or something like that, right? Yeah. So they're driving down Bush Boulevard here in Tampa Bay, past Bush Gardens, and they go out to Mel's Hot Dogs. And depending on their level of inebriation, some nights they'd be like, ah, it's a one-dog night. I'm just kind of buzzed. Another night would be like, I'm a little bit wasted. It's a two-dog night. But man, a raging three-dog night at Mel's Hot Dogs. So this guy, he went to the doctor because his penis was swollen. All right. And he thought it was a sign of physical strength. He thought that it was it was like getting stronger. So the doctor told him to stop having sex, and he ignored it, leading to the now infamous penis explosion. His organs split down the middle like a hot dog, accompanied by a pleasant ripping sound. He was stitched back up the same night and continues to live a presumably penis-happy life. So that reminds me of uh, of a doctor, a uh, reproductive organ doctor, and um, this uh, this young lady uh, came in and she didn't want surgery, uh, breast augmentation surgery, but she she did want larger, more voluptuous breasts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the doctor prescribed her his, uh, his signature cream uh, that he had, like a little salve, a little cream. Yeah. He said, "What you need to do is uh, you need to rub this on your bosom, and uh, you need to uh, you need to uh, repeat a, a nursery rhyme." And uh, so uh, she's in her uh, car one day, about to go into the old uh, Winn Dixie, and uh, and she realizes, oh my god, I haven't done my daily treatment yet. So she uh, she takes her cream, puts it on each hand, and starts massaging it around on her mammoth memories, or soon to be mammoth memories. And she's going, uh, Mary had a little lamb, 
little lamb, little <laughs> lamb. She looks over, and there's a guy looking at her in the next car. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He goes, oh, no, 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 you're a, you're a patient of Dr. Rosenstein's too, huh? She goes, yeah. He goes, yeah. Twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little star. My hand was moving up and down on my wiener. Yeah, yeah, but that was a Bo TV friendly uh, joke for sure. Was that from the? Uh, was that from the truly th- tasteless jokes? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hi, Drew Grubb alive. Who are you? Hey. Hi. John. Drew. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, John. Drew. Drew. Hey, John. Hey. Just, uh, you know what? Reminiscent of Bob Lasseter sometime. You know, that's you're a, great, Drew. That's Love a very you to death. kind comment. Yep. Thank you very much. Yeah, and he's also burning he heaters the whole show, right. too. Yeah, Bob, Bob smoked. That's the only difference between us. Although, to be fair, if this were a smoking studio, I would probably have a pre-roll burning the entire yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. A heater or, or other. Right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, heater or beater. What's up? Gotcha, Drew. I think he just wanted to say I remind him of last night. Yeah, yeah. I think. Am I right? Well, you do sometimes. Actually, you do. I mean, you know, I mean, hey, that conversation with LH was great. And, uh, but, you know, you get a little stiff sometimes. Well, that's good, right? I hope so. I hope if you get stiff, it's good. Okay. All right, thank you. He, he, this guy's trying to be the next Bob Lasseter. I guess so. So I went into the uh, the office of John Brennan, our boss, but also more importantly for this story, uh, the boss of the Eagle. He's he's the decision maker, the guy who who, who oversees the the classic. What do they call it? Classic hits. Yeah, classic hit station. And I and I went in. I said, "Hey, boss man, is uh, Nirvana classic rock? Is Pearl Jam classic rock?" And he said, no, no, these are classic rock artists are rock artists that become classics. Grunge rock artists will always be grunge rock artists, so they will never be classic rock. They will always be grunge. Now, is that is that a John Brennan thing? Is John Brennan a classic rock purist? Is he just one of these guys like the caller who just feels like classic rock can never change? Because there's got to be a program director somewhere who thinks differently because those songs are being featured on classic rock stations. Mm. So maybe he, he's just last of a of a dying breed. I don't know. Should I go see if I can get him? I mean, it'd be a good get for you. Can, can I can I go see? Yeah, can. yeah. sure. Put you a mask should. on before you go in there. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Joey. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. What's oh, up? I was gonna say I could go get him, but uh, I gotta get down on this because I feel like the whole classic rock thing. So classic rock to me and was always the classic age of rock and roll, which was that end of the sixties through the seventies before hair metal and all yeah. the synth pop bands took over. But it was just like, like rock because it's like I mean, well, like disco is just disco, right? Yeah. It, it doesn't become classic rock because it's old or no. has certain influences. No, disco it. inferno will never be classic rock. Yeah. But then there's those like age old questions where you're talking to like the new generations and you're like, oh, Green Day. They're like, I don't listen to classic rock. Oh, but I think that's, that's just always going to be like alternative music of the 90s, like 90s alternative. Yeah, like grunge. Classic alternative is fine. Like I like my favorite radio station on uh, satellite radio is First Wave. It's classic new wave and postmodern. That's not classic rock. Depeche Mode's never going to be classic rock, uh, but uh, but they'll be classic new wave. Hey, John Brennan. How's go. it going? 
Good. You know, we're, we're, you, you would be the uh, the ultimate authority figure in this because the, a caller called up and insisted that we were wrong, that Pearl Jam and uh, and Nirvana and such, they're not classic rock artists. And, they're, and even though they're being played on some classic hit station, they're not classic rock. And I thought I could go into your office and you would tell me, no, Drew, you guys are right. They are classic rock. But you're telling me they're not classic rock. I feel like you can play them on a classic rock station. Like, it fits but they are not in the genre of classic rock. I consider classic rock, and this isn't me talking as, like, radio guy. This is me <laughs> as just a person, a human. I've thought this for years. Yeah. That classic rock is its own genre. So, like, and I, I use this example with you. It's like, you know, the Black Crows are classic rock, and they were from the 90s. Right. Right? Yeah. So I mean, at one I, point I, in but, time in our life, that was new rock. Yeah. And it's now classic rock. Right, but, like, I, would, I don't think of, like, like, if it's a rock category or genre they don't fit in it like black crows aren't yeah, like rock you wouldn't call it alternative per se or grunge or anything else so they are actually more of a classic rock but here's my question is there a debate because i'm sure you're in meetings and things like that is there a debate of what should play on a classic rock station because i was looking at the most previously played on the eagle uh-huh. and i'm not seeing anything that could be questionable so you program from a very straightforward perspective is this a you know do people butt heads in the biz behind closed doors saying hey you got to throw some nirvana on the bone or on, on the eagle i wouldn't say butt heads but you know obviously the conversations are are had of what the next if if anything what the next stuff you would be playing is or where you're where you're going to expand to but like again i feel like when I listen to the Eagle and I hear a song like um, "It's My Life" by Bon Jovi that yeah. came out in the year two thousand, like that fits on the Eagle. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, but it it's does. clearly not. You wouldn't consider it classic rock because it didn't come out in the you know early eighties. It's true, right? Elton John, classic rock. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, but, you know, what is the through. one song? I mean, that may be it. It may be the Bon Jovi song. Is there one song you play on the Eagle? that secretly you believe does not belong on the Eagle. <laughs> it's like asking a guy with 10 kids, hey, which of your kids do you do you hate? Well, clearly there are songs that might test that might not be my cup of tea. Right. No, nothing's jumping out at me right now. Like, it's like just a nails on a chalk. Do you play Nickelback on the Eagle? No, 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 no. But they could. That's not no, grunge. That's not alternative. No, that's rock. Well, they were ranked number five on the That's not What I Call yeah. Music uh, Top 100 Classic Rock Hits, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, like, look, if you like Nickelback, that's a, that's definitely a, jo- a genre. It's like a like a breaking bend. Like, I hate all that kind of, like, if you have, like, seven strings or five string bass, I'm, not a, I'm just not a big fan of that. <laughs> Will Nickelback ever be considered classic rock? Um, no, again, I don't think they might be played on a classic rock station, right. but not be considered classic rock. I think we got some clarity. Here. I think we yeah. do. I think yeah. we've, we've we've got there the we man. Go. Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm glad I can help. Yeah, Thank you yeah. very much. One man's you. opinion. Thank you. Thank Good you very much. You. Good luck this weekend. Pitbull toddler playing at the uh, the Mike Calta birthday bash at Postcard Inn. You'll see they're very hunky guitarists. What? He made me understand. Like the Black Crows were the yeah. perfect example to make me understand because right. the Black Crows I don't think have a home. Is that rain? That's rain. Oh my goodness. <laughs> They don't have a home, per se, but they feel like classic rock, no matter when it was made. It feels like, I mean, like, this is classic rock and roll, but they're not a classic rock band. God, we could talk about this. Oh, oh God, I'm I'm late. Oh, Oh. geez. Oh, yeah, we're way late. True Grab Alive, hello. Ooh, we can blame it on John Brennan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, John was here. He he was on the air with us at 2.58. (laughs) Hello. That's why we brought him in. Hey, 
Anytime we're going to be late for the 3 o'clock, we'll just bring in John and we'll blame him. Hello. Hey, um, no, I really think you guys are starting to narrow it down pretty well. Um, uh More of my, my, uh, my thought of this, at one point you were talking about oldies, and um, that's oldies. kind of where I would define some of this. Uh, you know, where you've got oldies, you've got solid gold oldies. Oldies um, is like, why do fools fall in which love? Which is like one of the best songs yeah, ever written. Why do fools fall in love? Why do persons sing so gay? Lovers with the break of day. Why do they fall in love? What about the Rolling Stones? Frankie Lyman, baby. So uh, at one time, the the Rolling Stones um, had hits on oldie stations because they played that way. That was the time that era hadn't broke. Rock and roll hadn't really broken out as heavy with the 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 heavy guitars and the heavy bass. So like, uh, hey, dude, get off my cloud. Um, that's an, an, an oldie song by the Stones. Um, that'll always be oldies, but then they transisted. Um, they uh, they broke out into rock. And, okay. and, and All right, thank you. John, go ahead. So I just think that... Uh, no, no, you know, John the caller. Oh, oh, sorry. Hello from the 321? Oh, Tom here. I'm sorry, hey, Tom. Guys. What's up, bud? Got a riddle for you. A riddle? A little bit of a riddle, yes. A little What's riddle. Yeah, what's the difference between a woman and a computer? Get out of here with your stupid jokes. No one's here for your nonsense. To grab alive, go ahead. Quick word about Spottom Gotham. You rose to the top, you landed on bottom, won't be forgiven, won't be forgotten. Got shot in the chest, his blood ain't clot, and only drinks gin when his acid ain't blotting. A poignant tribute to a life taken too soon. So I feel like we kind of had a, had a gift laying right in our laps when it comes to if we were going to possibly do what we might do next. We are. I think I think that we we have our at least our parameters. Maybe. Are you saying classic rock Drew Kiyoki? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that too. Hell yeah. Classic rock Drew Kiyoki. I just said it. And we'll give away some fantastic cats and prizes next on Drew Garabo Live. Are you interested in a HELOC? Do you know? What a HELOC is. It's a home equity lime of lime lime. <laughs> it's a home equity line of credit. And if you own a home, you can get a HELOC. It's basically a loan that uses the equity in your home. You don't lose money in your home. It's just a guarantee if you don't pay back what you borrow. And you can use it for any needs you might have. Emergencies, home renovations, school costs. Maybe you want to consolidate some debt. Maybe you want a new pool. Home prices went up last year, so you might have some good equity you're sitting on. And in times like this, wouldn't it be nice to have a backup loan sitting ready for emergencies? Costs you nothing to set up, so why not? And you can even get an intro rate of just 2.99% APR with no out-of-pocket expense. Achieva Credit Union is here to help. Apply online. AchievaCU.com. That's A-C-H-I-E-V. ACU.com for more information or to get your HELOC started, go to AchievaCU.com or call now and talk to an Achieva advisor on 844-658-3702. Achieva is federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Ball.